Hey guys, kia ora, whakalofala hiatu, and no mai huki mai ki toku podcast, Life Lessons with Leash. Before I get into today's episode, it is so, so important that I acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where this podcast is recorded on the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I pay my respects to you, to your elders, past, present and emerging and I'm so, so grateful to now call Australia home. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Yo, if you haven't already clicked, my name is Leish and I am your host. I am a proud Nguyen Māori wahine toa. I am a business owner, an upcoming life coach, a mentor. And Life Lessons with Leish is a safe space where I can share all the lessons that I have learned in life and where my guests can share their life lessons as well. Now let's get into the episode, shall we? Let's get into it. Let's go! You guys, I am so excited to have a special guest on the podcast today. I have Talita in the building. (laughs) I say in the building, but it's online. Um, (laughs) I am, I'm so excited to have you on. You are a beautiful friend of mine. You have been, you're a plus size model. You are a model for So Extra. um, And I feel like that's where we really built our connections was, Um, modeling for so extra and yeah I'm such I just I love what you do in the world I love that you know you go for your goals and dreams um and you you're just incredible so (laughs) thank you for coming on you're so welcome thank you for having me yes um so please introduce yourself introduce yourself to the people yeah so um my name is Talita um I'm Maori Samoan Chinese so a bit of a fruit bowl um, I grew up in New Zealand, originally from New Plymouth, Taranaki. I'm 28 and I like to think of myself as someone who's like multifaceted and talented, however, not an expert in all areas, but I do love to, you know, try things, new experiences, and I'm very passionate about helping people. So, um, like occupation wise, yes, I am a curve model and, um, content creator, um, but I also have my d- degree in psychology and Indigenous studies, um, as well as qualified in banking and leadership. So a bit of a nerd as well. And that's my other job that I do, which is a team lead in one of the big four um, financial institutions, which I also love. Um, and then, yeah, outside of that, love my love traveling, music, art, my friends, family. And I love the city I live in. And yeah, that's like long story short. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Multifaceted. I love that word. I'm going to use that. I'm going to take that. Take it. Take it. Also, yeah. Also, I, I said plus size model. Same you thing. say curve. Plus size, oh, curve. I was going to ask. Same, same. Oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> curve model sounds good too. Um, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to make sure I was using no, the right words. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so awesome. I'd love to know now I say this with every guest. I feel like our childhood really shapes us into who we are today. Um, the way that we were brought up, the way we were raised, the people around us, all those things. So I'd love to know what it was like growing up as young Talita. You want to go deep or? Yeah, (laughs) I'm ready to go as deep as you want to go. I'll meet you there. Um, well, young Talita, she was probably honestly like in summary a wild child um but yeah like I had a actually very complicated upbringing but it like you said it has shaped me into who I am today um so obviously I grew up in a small beautiful town in Taranaki which is New Plymouth um back beach which was amazing living you know like our backyard was the beach which is awesome um but my mom actually had me she was pregnant 15 had me 16 so I lived with her parents for a while, quite a few years, whilst she finished both high school and um, university. So I felt like in ways that we actually grew up together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and I was a wild child in the sense of like, you know, being a 90s baby, you know, you're eating Play-Doh, you're playing on the streets. Like I loved outdoors, absolutely loved it. Um, I was like hanging out with kids in my area on our bikes um falling off trees playing on trampolines till late like I loved that kind of life 
um, technology was a thing, but not really, like mm. not as prominent as it is today. Um, so there was a really positive side to my childhood, young me, which I absolutely love. And then there was the complex side of it, which had a bit of history around, um, you know, don't talk about things behind doors. Mm. And look, it's going to go deep, but um, mm. my um, there were family members who were both sexually and physically abusive. Mm. Um, and so with that, it was very complicated to like comprehend as a young child. So I feel like I definitely had amazing things in my childhood, which I do not regret at all. Actually, absolutely thankful for. But then there are other things as well that I don't think I deserved as a kid to go mm-hmm. through. Um, but, you know, if it helps one person to be brave and share their story, that's what I'm here to encourage. Um, but in that process, I actually feel like I did pretty damn well. Like mm-hmm. I channeled a lot of like challenging, you know, circumstances for for good. Like I turned an obstacle into an opportunity without even realizing growing up so like I became very nurturing very empathetic and the way I became empathetic was obviously protecting my mom Mm. ways um learning to kind of like deflect other people's adults behaviors whilst I was a child learning how to manage um adults emotions whilst I was a child stuff like that um really shaped me into who I am today um not a bad thing though like in long story short I've done a lot of work to get to where I am today yeah but yeah those things kind of shaped me trauma shaped me a bit yeah it does that eh? yeah but and I also you, have you. Fun. you know there's like yeah. two things at the same time yes yeah turning that uh trauma into your triumphs right absolutely yeah and what did you say obstacles to opportunity I love yeah. that as well yeah Awesome. Um, also, you have your podcast with your mum. I love it so much. I want yes. you to plug it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's called um, Not My Sister with an A instead of an ER at the end. Nice. Um, little bit of a spiel about that. Me, obviously, as I mentioned, like long story short, my mom and I have gone through hell and back because, you know, as a kid, there's situations that I have absolutely no control of in terms of mm. what environments I'm put in, everything like that. So we went through a massive healing journey. Honestly, I feel like I only stopped hating her from when I was 23 and I'm 28 now. Mm. Um, lots of therapy, both separately and a little bit, tiny bit together. Mm. Um, but now we talk about, you know, yeah, mother-daughter relationships, curating curating those like safe spaces. And she's actually estranged, estranged, estranged yeah. from her mom. So such a cool kind of topic to talk about sad but like it's real life you know what I mean some people really do go through that um so if we can help you know one mother daughter combo or just a daughter or a mother as is then you know good (laughs) yeah thank goodness I'm glad (laughs) yeah that's beautiful yeah I love listening to your podcast um yeah and hearing both you and your mom like work together like you just sound like best friends and I'm like I love that so much (laughs) we've come a long way I tell you (laughs) yeah good on you guys though for doing the work right yeah it's a big one yeah awesome so I wanted to I really wanted to get you on to talk more about you know your modeling um and being a plus-size curve model in that industry and there is so many women out there that really struggle um, with their body image, with being plus size, with not seeing representation um, yes. in the world. So yes. I would love to know uh, what was your journey to becoming a model like? Um, and what is it like being a plus size model in that industry? Oh, so my journey to being a model has been actually really long. Um, mm. Before I even go into it, I just want to say like there was no magical person who approached me in a mall. Mm. Um, or found me I was not mm. I actually sought out a dream that I had I took ownership of my own career path and I pursued it um some people get you know they're lucky girls you know how mm. the trend at the moment um some people are genuinely lucky girls and I'm all for it but some of us need to pursue it and that's just life um so I got signed last year and that was honestly perfect timing for me um but before I was signed by every, I, um, oh, like, 
I'll go back to like 2012 actually. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. So I was figuring out my creative like talents and whatnot, figuring out, okay, which one do I want to pursue long-term? Cause you know, us Islanders and like multi people, like we're just multi-talented. Okay. We yes. really are. No one can <laughs> gaslight then, us yeah. to thinking differently. Like yeah. we genuinely are. And, um, you know, I ran with that. I felt confident to be like, okay, let me just try different ways. So I tried um, performing arts in terms of like singing. I did that. Um, I tried to pursue that through church actually with my singing. Um, and then there was a few women's conferences whilst they were in that space, whilst I was in that space. And they were like, oh, can we take photos, you know, just for fun for the conference to like promote it. And then I had so much fun doing that. And that kind of like also sparked my curiosity. Um, and then probably, so I was doing that on and off. And then probably around 2016, 2018, um, I was signed by a talent agency in New Zealand. Mm. And that was for like amateur acting and voiceovers. So that's like ad work, you know, look at the ads and you see people doing like random things about paint and there's, yeah. a, there's a couple and a kid and whatever. Um, and so I really wanted to do that. So I tried that um, and I only locked in like one billboard that was in Wellington. Wow. <laughs> one billboard in Wellington. And then I had my one second, not 15 seconds of fame um, <laughs> in New Zealand for an ad for another bank there. And basically yeah. I was acting like a doctor and I was just take off my coat. That was all I was doing. As wow. in, like, yeah, I'm a doctor. <laughs> when I'm absolutely not. But, you know, it's all part of the advertising. <laughs> um so I did that and I was like okay cool creative learning figuring out my feet within that and then 2018 to 2019 after I finished my degree I moved to Spain and um I was trying to figure out okay how can I get paid to travel um and then I got a job being an English teacher and also went into a contact center eventually but whilst I was doing that I actually applied for modeling agencies in Europe oh wow yeah and I applied for at least 10, I would say. Yeah. And nine ghosted me. They left me on red. Love mm. life. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> um, and then one came back declining me. So all of them declined me, basically. Um, but in that process, it was actually genuinely so fun. Like um, I was in my little apartment with my friend, Lindsay, and she was taking photos of me. We were moving the furniture, trying to do like runway you know, cause I was in Europe. So I was thinking, actually, I should just try and mm. just try it, just see what happens, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was in that space in my life where I was like, you know, what? I can't wait on things. I can't wait to on other people. I'm sick of it. And I've, I've done it, you know, I'm relying on other people. It doesn't work long-term mm. for your career. Um, and so I just thought, you know, I'm just going to try it. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, that's fine. Find an, another thing that I want to have fun with. Um, and so, yeah, I did that. Nothing worked, but that was fine. I genuinely still took cool photos. What well, cool in my eyes, photos mm. of myself, <laughs> being a little travel gal and whatnot. Um, and then 20, the end of 2019, moved to Melbourne um, and got the job at the bank, which I love. And then I actually had a friend who we both know, Amma, yeah. and with her beauty business and whatnot. And she said, oh, you know, do you want to take photos um, for my business? I said, yeah. And then that's when like my flame of like, I'm going to tr try really hard to do this mm. kind of ignited. And then on top of that, then, then I met you yeah. and then both the two of you honestly encouraged me, like hyped me up to be like, yeah, yeah, I can do this. Yes. Um, so that was kind of like the journey. And then when I, um, I figured out, okay, cool. I want to, take portfolio photos I did my research I had a look at the agencies when you have your when you submit or when you want to submit they actually give you very obvious things that they're looking for when you submit it's like four mm -hmm. photos your headshot full face side whatnot and so I was going to do it through my iPhone but then I thought you know what? I'm just gonna pay someone professional and that's when I paid um Grace Gracie. Oh, Gracie. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Gracie. Fear, fear yeah. She's the best. She's the best. She helped as well. Yeah. Um, and so I paid her for, you know, I wanted a professional point of view. She was, she knew what she was doing. 
um, either way, whether I was successful or not in pursuing my modeling, I was going to have cute pictures of myself. So I was like, whatever, it's fine. (laughs) You know, you got to have that fun mentality around when you're exploring your career or what you want to do. And so I did that. And then I submitted to every, I submitted to other people as well. But every was like my main one that I really wanted Mm -hmm. because their values sit and align with everything that I feel in my heart, you know? Um, And so, yeah. And then I got signed by every and then the rest was history. Um, but it was a lot of trial and error. Yes. Um, but I didn't give up. And honestly, like if I wasn't a model today, I'd still try and take cool photos of myself because mm-hmm. it's just fun, you know? Um, and I genuinely love it. And also throughout my years, <laughs> and my old flatmates will vouch for this, and my friends in New Zealand and some of them in Spain, they will have receipts of this, potentially videos that I did not know about, <laughs> but I used to YouTube how to pose. I used right. to YouTube how to pose and I used to practice. I mean, look at me now, but like, yeah, that's what I used to do. Yes. And it was just fun for me. Like it, I didn't feel ashamed about it or embarrassed. I just liked it, you know? Mm-hmm. I love that so much. I love how you opened with like, it wasn't, uh, what is it? You didn't get picked out like in the mall or like, you know, and you actually like kept going, kept trying. Um, I love that journey because yeah, so many people are like, oh, I'm waiting for that lucky moment, you know, but it's like, no, you actually have to work for it. Right. Yeah. And you go all the way back to 2012. Yeah. 2012. Um, and then you got signed what year? Last year. 2022. So 10 years. Yeah nice see yeah I love that so much I love that and um you know you say that you know me um me and Amma really had you you know rooting for you and stuff but it's it was you that actually did the work like actually went for it and I remember us having these conversations as well like I want to be a model like and I was like yeah do it do it do it but can I tell you how many people I have these conversations with and they just like don't do anything with it so the moment where you like you messaged me and you were like I got signed and I was like to who you're like every and I was like are you kidding me like every because I followed every as well and I love everything they stand for so that you actually like you actually did it you took action like huge props to you like that's freaking incredible thank you yeah and so worth it like it's so fulfilling I think too that's the thing like you can I think that's why it took me like 10 years as well there's so many layers to it Mm. around why it took me long it probably could take someone faster and if it does do it with being multifaceted and talented which everyone actually is like I said I'm not an expert in everything but once I put my mind to it Mm. I can do it and that's for everyone. That's, I'm not special. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like I'm, It's just, if you want to put your mind to it, you can do it. Mm. Yeah. Have you always been like that? Or was it like a process to getting to that point, that self-belief, right? Oh, absolute process. Yeah. Such a process. Yeah. And I think it's around that whole trial and error. So like, mm. let me tell you, okay, I work at the bank. I love my job. I love my boss. Just had to put that in there. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I genuinely do. But like, if you ask my colleagues, I didn't know anything about the job that I started with. I didn't mm. even know what an interest rate was. Okay. Mm. And I was doing all these interest rates, loans, everything. Yeah. I didn't know anything. But again, I knew like, oh, I know how to get along with people. I know how to talk to them. And I also know that I can be open to learning. So being teachable was like, such mm-hmm. key characteristic in life please obtain it everyone even if you're young and listening obtain it because it's it's going to take you so far mm-hmm. um but then look at me now three years later only yeah. three years in the role or in different I've changed roles now but now I'm leading people to know how to do that job successfully mm-hmm. but, but it's just because I decided oh yeah cool I know I'm talented and can do some stuff but when I put my mind to it, then I, then I'll thrive. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like as well, there would be, have there would have to be like a sense of that, um, like being confident in yourself and your capabilities. Yeah. Do you feel like you're quite a confident person? Now? Yeah. Still growing, but. Right. Absolutely. How yeah. did you get there? If you could pinpoint one point. In terms of like my confidence? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can pinpoint a certain 
like time I guess like the penny dropped a lot I had a lot of um like leaders and bosses and they told me like you have to drive your own career and actually like no one's going to do what you want for your life for you and Mm. that was a slap in the face I'm not spoiled but like mentally I was like I'm the luckiest girl I you know like I can get what I want. I can do best of both worlds, all of that. I was happy my own self up. Mm. But then someone said like, no, you have to do it yourself. Like, and that's where my confidence boosted as, as much with, like, as I learned about certain things, then I felt more confident to do it. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah yeah I feel you um I literally just had goosebumps when when you said when you said that fact like um how it came to me was like nobody's gonna save you nobody's gonna do yeah. this for you like you are you gonna do it or not because nobody's coming to save you no one's gonna be your saving grace like oh, wow. you you need to save yourself um I love that so much you've had so many moments in here where it's like golden nuggets I'm like I need to write all these things down um I'll send you my notes because I was trying to think as well sorry (laughs) I promise this is organic guys (laughs) um I would I think I uh talked about this a little bit I've had some women oh that's what it was so I had I've had a few women reach out to me and be like Uh, talking about body acceptance and I was like well what's holding you back like what's your goal and one of the girls goals um shout out to you beautiful woman um was to become a plus size model right and there was a lot of things that were holding her back I feel like I'm gonna send this podcast directly to her um because I would love to know what are some tips that you have for plus size women who want to become a model oh (laughs) it's a bit long I guess I think yeah um but I think before getting to be like very specific again I'm just so career orientated in general Mm. um but first one you're the only one who can drive your career no one else is going to do it for you yep if they do lucky you but don't expect that you need to drive Mm. it yourself seriously um because it builds your character on the way it builds how cool you are on the way so you may as well try and learn all the cool characters that you've wanted to obtain with your life Mm. trying to challenge yourself to pursue what you want you know what I mean Mm. um second one instant gratification don't expect that when you're pursuing your career Mm. (laughs) you know we're such we're such in a time where we can obtain instant gratification convenience right at my door uber eats right at my door yeah you know what I mean um but sometimes we have to learn to be patient when we're pursuing what we want um, and then the third key one, which is a big one for me, and I think that's honestly why it took me 10 years, and obviously there's lots of layers to it, is um, figure out where you're going to put your worth, value, and esteem in. I encourage it to honestly be internal and within yourself um, and get exclusive and few with who you allow to speak into your life and your career journey. Because to be honest, if you keep letting, for example, mainstream media talk, 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 you need to be like this leader and you need to be like that. This trend's really cool. Hop on that. This diet's cool. Hop on that. Mm. You're going to like survive and you're going to go through the waves just like fashion trends. You're going to go in and out and it's not going to be sustainable for like mainly like your mental health, your actual life outside mm. of, you know, the media and whatnot. Um, so figure out where you're going to put all of that. Um, but then quick tips is like you mentioned, define your modeling goals. So figure out what you want to pursue in terms of modeling, what your branding is going to be like, who do you want to represent? Who do you want to be? Um, and try to figure out your own niche, but also don't be perfect about it. You don't have to figure that out. Mm. Just have like, I don't know, one goal, maybe two, just say, I want to represent my country or I want to, um, have a different shape represented mm. in terms of my body yeah. online. That's it. It's have to be that mm. simple. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, research and educate yourself. So look, Google's for free. I know it sounds really mean, but it's not. It's common sense. Google's for free. There's chat, GBT, AI. Don't yeah. be scared of it. Use it as a tool. Don't use it to direct your life, please. Um but use those tools, like figure out, okay, cool. TikTok, 
but actually it's very educational yes. I love TikTok yes I will me not too. say anything less I absolutely yes. love it <laughs> Um, but learn you know follow other models those day in the life vlogs that people do is so sick like I love it I wish more models did it to be honest because mm. it'd be so cool to see you know um, also see like the 90% how fun it is and the 10% how like wild it is but mm. it's good to see you know yeah um, third one develop your personal style and continue a healthy lifestyle whatever that looks like for you though Yes. Which I'll probably dive into later if you ask me another question about that stuff. But yes. that's another whole kind of area. Um, and then practice posing and runway skills. Don't be afraid to do it. Okay. Yeah. If your friends be like, oh, look at her. She's doing that again. Or him, look at look what they're doing. Who cares, honestly? Yeah. Just do it. It's just like the thing is as well with modeling is that when you're practicing it's obviously an obvious thing that people can see. But when you're learning about, for example, finance, you're reading it from a book. You're reading mm-hmm. it from listening. So it's very, it's a very different caliber. Same with like someone who's doing laboring, like, or construction, sorry. You, you have to see them actually try. So don't be ashamed because it's just normal process of learning what you want to do in your mm-hmm. career. Yes. Other things, build a portfolio. Your social media is your portfolio at the moment. Yes. So don't like overthink it, literally, and collaborate. So like, yes, you could have find professional people in your area around who's like a photographer or videographer or whatever. Um, or you can just, if you have friends, like just join and do like a content creating day where mm. you just take lots of cool photos together. You just try new things together um, and experiment. And yeah. Mm. network yeah do you have to have like a following to become a model no (laughs) look at me I'm not even famous (laughs) so that doesn't mean shit it does not mean ah good no it doesn't mean shit yeah it actually baffles me the fact like please if you're thinking about pursuing it I mean you could not even have a presence online and you can be a model if you look back I'm pretty sure all the other models, the big supermodels, didn't have social media. They didn't even know how to use it. Mm. What about Tyra Banks? What, does she have Instagram before all of us? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We've got to stop overcomplicating it. Yeah. And I did that a lot. So that's, that's why I'm speaking on it so passionately because I'm like, I did that so much. I held back myself for, for a long, long time. Mm. Um. But if I can help someone just like not not hold themselves back. Yeah. Good. Um, and then find an agency, like do your research with this one. Find an agency that aligns with your values. Mm. Don't just pick and choose any. Even though I picked 10, you know, but obviously I'm growing and learning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look at agencies that have representation that you would like to see. And that you would like to be a part of. Because again, that's part of your branding. Like it's part of who you will be. And it's not a private career to pursue. It's a very public one. So you mm. really, you want to just align as much as you can. Yeah. There's so many business. It's like a business. Like there's so many business factors in there. Like you've got to have your business. vision, your mission, your branding, your yeah. niche, all of those kinds of things. Yeah, it's a business, right? Business. But you will figure it out along the way. I'm just trying to give specific tips for when you're doing it on the way. So then yes. you come prepared as much as possible because you learn a lot on the way. Like even being model now, I'm learning a lot of like what not to do and what to do. Mm. But these are kind of like the foundations. And then I'll just leave it with this one. Professionalism and persistency. Always maintain a professional attitude. Yes. Follow. Yes. Like, uh, like I'm a, bit, a little bit, I have a little bit of like rebellion in me. So like every time someone tells me to follow instructions, I'm like, <laughs> but don't do that. Right. <laughs> You're like rules are there to be broken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That means it's the wild child. Issue. I'm Love it. <laughs> So how has um how has the industry been like you know is it what you thought it would be is it like what we see on TV or social media and stuff like that um like the modeling like the industry I don't know I love it I would say 90% of the time 
it's like super fun. I don't, I don't even know. Like, what do you mean in terms of um, what we see on like TikTok and stuff? Like you go, so say you get booked a job. Um, you go get your hair and makeup done and they have like, you know, food laid out for you and drinks and stuff. And then you take a few photos and then you go home and you get paid big bucks oh. and everyone loves you. Like you're a freaking <laughs> superstar. Um, I would say like what you said, maybe like 70, 80% true. Okay. We don't have food most of the time. Well, okay. from what, look, I'm, I'm only a year in. So from what my personal experience, I haven't had food most of the time. Like you go and buy your food at lunch break. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it depends. Like, for example, maybe it's a campaign or something. But a lot of the time that I, a lot of the shoots that I've had have been um, e-com and it's a full day. So you start maybe like seven, eight, if not six sometimes. And if you're traveling, like interstate it's a like 3 4 a.m wake up just to get your flight but that's our first world problem so I'm not complaining about that yeah okay? yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> not complaining about that but like sometimes today's are really 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 long um and sometimes they're really short but it really depends um and when you take a few photos it's like you've got to go through a wardrobe rack like a few racks depending on right. the day and time and depending on the brand and whatnot, the heels, if you have to do stuff in heels and you're not used to it, I know I should, probably should be used to it because I'm a model, but <laughs> sometimes they have like stick stilettos. Like oh my gosh. Massive, and I'm like, oh, I can't even walk. Yeah. And you've, but you've got to, because it's your job to make it look like these are the easiest heels yeah. to walk on and these garments are the best things I've ever worn in my life yeah <laughs> um but I would say like being plus size model and whatnot 90 percent 90 super fun fulfilling and then 10 percent is like sore feet with heels trying to find parks parking for castings oh. and reshoot content if required oh true yep. yeah Long thing. days, long hours? Yeah, long days. Yeah. Sister, I am so excited. I have a beautiful body acceptance masterclass coming up on the 24th of June. If you would love to learn how to love and accept your body, no matter your size, I want you to join me for this transformative event where you'll learn what it takes to love and accept your body unconditionally. No scales, no crazy diets, and no weight loss needed, sister. You are perfect exactly as you are and I really really want you to know that I'm gonna leave all the details in the show notes check it out it's gonna be a beautiful live event and I can't wait to meet you and talk to you live sister being in the industry do you struggle with comparison yes absolutely um it's tough at times and I honestly can't say that it'll stop um I think it goes in waves um, the tendency to compare in general mm. um, but I I just want to say confidently that what's helped me to reduce comparing myself over the years is um, that I've practiced so much internal work around where like I mentioned before my worth my value and esteem sits mm. whether it's eternal internal or external um, that it's not actually often when I compare it's not actually in a negative way nowadays because I know where right. my worth and my values is like it's not grounded in external validation or the perceptions of other people's opinions or mainstream media anymore it's within me and my own self like talk mm-hmm. around who I am so if anything when I do compare or when I do look at other women or other people other models um, I see it as like a thing to like for them to inspire me in different ways mm-hmm. if you think about it we're all unique and everyone has something we could all learn from. Yeah. Um, I just, something I've been sitting on recently in the last probably like three years, possibly been in the finance industry as well, is that um, you'll always be a teacher and student in your life. You'll always mm-hmm. be both. So if you apply that same mentality, when you're learning about how to um, accept your body, you're learning about the career you want to pursue, 
you have like it's a really good mentality to have because of course you're going to teach other people how to do xyz but also you're going to learn from other people to do mm, that yeah. you just got to be okay with both and i think yeah that's why it feels like safe to admit like yeah i do compare yeah but it's not as much of a struggle as it used to be yeah yeah i love that have you ever had body image issues uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I absolutely have. And I still, honestly, I still do have it. Yeah. Um, do you want like, want to know like my biggest struggle, like at the moment? Yes. In plus size and how I'm trying to overcome it. Cause yes. um, it's current, still happening. I think um, one thing for me is learning how to take care of my actual body, doing body work to release trauma. Mm. Um, and understanding what healthy nutrition is whilst actually being a model mm. so um again we're gonna go really deep here and like trigger warning and stuff yeah but um in my childhood obviously and throughout pockets of my life I was sexually abused and physically abused by people um and so actually for me personally it probably will be different for everyone but this is my personal experience um being plus size and what I'm um like healing through and processing and whatnot is that I hold and I find being bigger and fat um, as a safe space for me. Mm. So um, I find food comforting. I find eating soothing. Mm. Um, And to be honest, it's a way of self-sabotage and that's what I'm really reversing at the moment. Um, And so some people might tap out of this when we're going when we're talking about this stuff mm-hmm. um but it's genuinely it's genuinely for me a deep-rooted issue um which is influenced yeah by my food choices the way I see myself and my relationships so I'm doing a lot of unlearning yeah. um at the moment and then relearning so it's again teacher student concept like yeah. I am going through it but I need to say something as well whilst I'm learning and struggling through healing through this process I don't hate myself Mm. and I do not I'm not a bitch to myself Mm. I don't don't, it's not that I have it's not that I make excuses for myself it's not because let me tell you I'm working with a nutritionist and she's a lot of money but she's worth it Mm. (laughs) but you know what I mean but um um what was I gonna say but yeah like I it's just can't punish yourself you didn't know what you didn't know you know what yes. I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I think that's a big thing. And that's why I hate like trolls on social media talking about, oh, fat people, this, blah, 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 mm. blah, blah, blah. It's like you actually don't know what they're going through. Yes. And you don't even know that they actually probably could be the healthiest in terms of their body composition. No one talks about genetics as well. Mm. I'm Linda, I'm moldy. I've got big ass genetics, which I'm absolutely proud of. Yeah. So they tell me to do a 1,200 calorie deficit. Yeah. Oh my God. Expect me to not be go all of a sudden into like insulin resistant and stress like fight or flight mode with my body mm. not realistic you know yeah. um so I'm actually going through a really good healing process with my nutritionist around um instead of focusing on weight loss and fat loss or whatever with learning about body composition and my relationship with food and um yeah just learning what healthy nutrition is yeah. rather than um, dieting and stuff yeah oh, I could even go into that topic if you'd like but yeah. I've tried a lot of different diets I've tried a lot of different non-surgical but almost surgical things to try and like lose weight yeah Um, and the best investment I've taken and done so far is working with a nutritionist because it's teaching me about food and why it impacts my body the way it does when it goes into my mouth and why it's important to do certain things but there's no pressure do you get what I mean like it's my journey to take and it's a long one but it's not like Talita you need to do xyz to become acceptable to mainstream medias yes no you've touched on so many things and I'd love to hear more about like the diet stuff as well uh firstly I just want to thank you so much for sharing you've been very vulnerable um and I want to acknowledge the fact that, you know, all those things that happened to you, like, I'm sorry that that happened to you, that shouldn't have happened to you, right? Mm. So this is going to help so many women. Um, yeah. And thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing that. 
Um, and then also, yeah, talking about um, that you love yourself while doing this. I feel like this is my whole message is that so many women, I think I've looked up, I think it's like 80% of women in Australia um, hate their bodies. Like they're so dissatisfied with how they look and they're walking around like freaking negative as fuck talking shit to themselves. Like, and it's like, you can lose weight. You can, um, you know, work out and do all these things, but do it while loving your body. Like you don't have to be, you don't have to hate your body to be like, Oh, I need to lose weight or I need to eat right. Or all this, like you can love yourself in the fact that you are doing all these things shows that you do love yourself, right? You wouldn't um, invest in, you know, nutritionists if you didn't love yourself and, and learn yeah. all these things. So unlearning, relearning. I love, I love all that stuff that you were talking about. Yeah. It's a big thing. Like also, everyone hates so many things in this world. Like, so just, I don't know, you shouldn't do that to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Just- and also the fact that, um, that was another thing I wanted to say, like, some people like the weight, like to you, fat may be ugly, but some people actually like love looking this way like I feel like I love myself when I've got curves when I've got you know and I find that it's it's me it's like a part of me like it's yeah I am proud to step out like this like it's and there was a moment where I was losing weight and I was losing you know my boobs and my butt and my gut and all this kind of stuff and I was like fuck I don't even know how to act anymore like yeah some people actually love the way they look so just fucking like back off leave them alone like as long as they are happy right worry about yourself 100 percent. and I think you know like like you put you brought science into a little bit with stats and whatnot (laughs) hello we have five if not more stages of growing in our bodies we've got when we come born so infancy then we've got when we come like a toddler a child whatever then we go into teenagehood the body changes again we get Mm -hmm. puberty it changes again then we go into adolescence. So then we become young adults and then we go into a further aging process and we get older and older. As we get older, stats and science, I'm not a nutritionist, but go ask them, go pay and ask them. They will tell you it's harder to lose weight as you get older. So it's like, why do you beat yourself up with something that's going to happen? And I just want to say, I agree with you. Like I love my body as is right now. It's actually the heaviest I've been. Mm. And I'm a model. Me too. High five, girl. I'm not yeah. a model, but like I'm I love myself, right? Like yeah, you so, love yourself. Yeah. But like I don't know, like you just can't wait. This is my big thing. Don't wait on your weight. Like mm. don't wait on your weight to do this. I feel like you've stuff. dropped so many one-liners. Can we just have a book of all your one-liners? <laughs> don't <laughs> wait you on your weight. Mean. Absolutely. A yeah. The big, big thing. Um that has stuck with me for about seven years now Mm. when I was traveling I think my mom was like she said to me do you know how to find a job when you come back from three months of I went to Southeast Asia and I just traveled around there for three months yeah but before I was like I was like oh no I'm not gonna do it like no 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 no." she's like do you know how to get a job I said yes she's like okay so if you quit do you know how to get a job again I said yeah she goes do you know how to save and I said yeah (laughs) duh (laughs) she's like okay well why are you waiting yeah. Uh, I was talking about how I wanted to be like a certain size as well. So it was like another layer and a layer. She's like, why? Like, who told you that? Mm. And I think mainstream media told me that Yeah. at the time. It's evolving. It's growing. And I'm really thankful to be a part of it and see it. Um, but yeah, your body's going to fluctuate on and off throughout the years. Even when you, when us as one, when we have babies, I haven't had a baby yet, but like, duh. Our bodies are going to change. So why be a bitch to ourselves? It doesn't make sense, you know? And your body does so many freaking amazing things. Like you're making a, you're fucking creating a baby inside of you. Like you are creating life in you. Hello. How could you not love it? Like, fuck, I'd be like, oh my gosh. Like I'd be worshiping. (laughs) A man can't do that. A man can't do that. But us women can. Just exactly. Yeah. Some man's going to get angry and create some AI. <laughs> I said that. I'm a trigger and I'm grateful. <laughs> uh, what's been your biggest struggle uh, with being plus size? And is it still a struggle or have you overcome it? Um, 
biggest struggle being plus size? It's probably the fluctuating weight. That's, that's what it is. And um, accepting myself throughout the process. So I've still, I, I don't hate myself, mm. but learning to accept pockets. Also accepting when I've made bad choices in my eating throughout the years. Yeah. Like for me, it sucks. Mm. Um, but it's also empowering once I do click that makes sense yeah um but I mean the biggest part in terms of like physical appearance with my tummy my little fupa but I think honestly to be honest TikTok has really helped me be like a little hype man for me in some ways because mm. the body confidence and the body acceptance that people throw themselves out to do which I am in total awe and respect for yeah. really has helped people like People don't even know that they've helped me be like, actually, my yeah. song's great. Yeah. Actually, who are you to tell me that I'm not beautiful? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. So much to unpack, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but tummy is something I still struggle with. And overcoming that is a lot of self talk. Right. A lot of talking to myself in a kinder manner. Um, not gaslighting myself into thinking I've like achieved what I want to achieve. Yeah. Um, but saying yes this is where you are now still love you like why what's the point in hating you yeah um but then it's like okay cool well, what's one what how what's one thing I can do one percent better today that's going to contribute to where I want to be if I'm complaining so much about it yes yeah yeah doing something about it as yeah. well yeah you can just do one thing I think I think we're so overwhelmed with what society tells us the media that likes there's just so many loud noisy voices and like I've had to really practice um just trying to refine the noise Mm. okay what's one thing I can do one percent better that I did yesterday Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah absolutely uh what does body acceptance mean to you um oh this is a big one yeah I think body acceptance is rooted in the belief you know that um our bodies are inherently you know valuable we deserve love and respect um and for me it's accepting myself as I am today and like Mm -hmm. I mentioned it's not waiting on your weight to do the things that you love um and I think it's honestly an everyday practice, if not yeah. every minute sometimes, especially around shark weeks. That's what I call my period week. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially around that or even like two weeks prior. I don't know if, about anyone else, but I get like two weeks prior symptoms. Of yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like shit has hit the fan. And yeah. I'm like, what? And I'm like, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I get really dramatic. Um, But then that's when I know, oh, that's like a trigger warning or like a, pinpoint around like, okay cool I just need to practice every day or every minute now that like I'm I'm okay mm. I'm safe in this body I think a lot of the time mainstream media doesn't talk about how we don't feel safe in our body and I think it contributes to making us feel that way whereas body accept- acceptance does the opposite it's like a co- I wouldn't say controversy towards what the media is wanting us to do mm. Um, but yeah, I think body acceptance is a, is the act of like being non-judgmental, having a non-judgmental attitude towards ourselves, um, celebrating the diversity of your body. Like we just talked about Yeah, going to grow, it's going to change and we have to accept that. And like I said, around the career stuff, no one else is going to drive it except for you. Yeah. This is in your body except for you. So take care of it yes or try do your best yeah just do your best just do your best yeah yeah um I'm trying to think as well I think you know how I talk about don't wait on your weight and stuff yeah that's the big thing for me with body acceptance I accept my body as is okay cool I'm not gonna wait on my weight what do I want to do I want to travel I'm gonna travel I want to wear the bikini or the lingerie Mm. I'm gonna wear it I want to dress and like 
style myself in the aesthetic way that I've only seen like standard straight sized people Mm. wearing like I love the minimalist kind of like old money new money plain vibes (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) I love it so much and I'm like oh like where can I find these people who are like plus size I've only found a few but now Mm. I'm thinking about myself shit I'm just gonna have to be it for myself you know what I mean absolutely if you see something that you want to see like you have to be it yes bras and things love bras and things love them so much I have wanted to be on their things for years on and off like I remember going when I was a kid like looking at bras and things but that's so cool like I could never I could only fit like bend on like you know bend on lingerie do you remember that yeah Yeah, bend on lingerie and like I can only fit certain brands and now I see myself on it literally yes um that's so I mean you can't afford to wait on your way right now I have a stress belly there's different types of belly looks at the moment Mm. and I have a stress belly but my stress belly is posted on (laughs) online everywhere for everyone to see because I wanted to be that I'm not gonna wait on my way and it's not that I'm representing something unhealthy at all it's not I'm yeah. nutritionist. I'm working on my body. There's a lot of trauma work. If someone asked me why I'm big, I could explain it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't have to actually justify it for other people. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people talk about, you know, f- big people, fat people being unhealthy. But one of my, like, one of my things I always say when someone says that to me, I'm like, but how unhealthy is it? How unhealthy is your mental health, is your mind that you're yes. talking shit to yourself every day? So like, that's fucking unhealthy too. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. Like, it's it's really, people are wild. Yeah. Um, and I always think about people who are like so mean um, and like bully, like bigger people. And I'm like, you are literally contributing to actually mental health issues and problems. Yeah. You're not even a part of the solution, mate. Yeah. So congratulations on your not creative comment that yeah. you've just made. But like, come on. Yeah. And if people want to complain about, oh, you know, someone's fat, X, Y, Z. Okay, well, would you like to educate us and yeah. help us for free? Because we've obviously mm. triggered you and you've made your comments for free. Come on. Yeah, all the free resources then to learn how yeah. you're so skinny. Genetics, oh my god, can't do that. Yeah. Do you have anything else helpful? Probably not. Shut up. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, speaking about fat, um, I saw something on TikTok and the girl was like, "Why are you calling yourself?" It was a plus size creator calling herself fat. Um, and then someone in the comments was like, "You're being so negative towards yourself." Um. And I have a take on it as well. But what's your take on the word fat, on people calling you fat, on you calling yourself fat? Yeah, what's your take? Um, I don't think it's I don't think it's offensive, to be honest. Mm. But for me, it's like I already know. So I mean, could you get more creative if you're yeah. gonna be a bitch? Like, <laughs> I think so. I look in the mirror every day. Like I've had this body for 28 years. You think Thank I you, genius. Know? Yeah. Like, oh my God. You're telling me I'm fat. I didn't know. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. So sorry. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Um, absolutely. <laughs> I was talking to someone and then they were telling me about how like they process hateful comments and stuff. Mm. And they're like, actually, like I've like sadly, and it, I don't know like I feel like everyone's had hateful comments throughout their lives on and off but they process like it's not they disassociate but Mm. if it's not creative they don't even comment but when it's creative it's like 10 points for you for being so creative Mm. and I was like oh my god I'm gonna use that if anyone comes at me and be like 10 points for being creative that was very original of you yeah but you can't I think it's a big thing around you can't like oh what did I say before where do you put your worth where do you put your value where do yeah. you put your name because if you put it in the hands of people yeah they're gonna ruin your life mm. but if you don't and you put it within who you are yeah okay cool realistically I'm fat do I want to change no if I don't want to change cool that's fine if I do want to change that's fine either way like your validation is in who you are so it's not 
external. Yeah. It's not going to hurt as much. It's also not worth it. Um, I've been doing this thing in my head around what I can and can't afford. So I think we relate it to like money, right? Like, yeah. oh, I can't afford this, but I could afford that maybe. I put it in terms of like energy, like my energy and my time. Yeah. I think about it too when I think about comments coming through or even um, thoughts in my head. And I think yeah. about, okay, cool. Um, can I afford to think like that? Probably not. Yeah. I'm going to let it go. Um, mm-hmm. Can I think of, can I afford to think about this? Yes. Is that actually going to add value to my life? Yes, I'll take that. Oh, bye. Thank you next for the next thought or comment. Yes. Um, and that really helps my actual mental health. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, we've talked about like body and physical appearance, but mental health is key. Yes. That's why I talk a lot about where you put your worth and validation and whatnot. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's one thing I, um, it's, I feel like it's everything I start, everything with like when I do coaching, when I do mentoring, when I do business mentoring, anything, I'm like, cool, let's start with mindset. Like, where's your mental health at? Like, yes. how is your mind? How is your thoughts? Because yeah, get that right. And then you, you'll you be able to help yes. yourself, you know, lose the weight or do whatever you want to do or eat healthier or whatever, like, you know, build your business. That was the difference between me being self-employed and not was my mm. mental health, my health. mindset. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's so true. And um, I'll just say this, and this is something I've kept, and I've only known this for a year, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and that's through like a lot of therapy and stuff is, um, the best investment you'll ever make is investing into your mind, your mental health, yes. because like how you perceive things is exactly how you perceive them. Mm-hmm. So if you wake up in the morning, you hate your job. Is it the job's fault? Mm-hmm. Contributes, but probably not its entire fault. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you wake up with that. What if your colleague wakes up and they love the job? Yeah. Whose fault is it? Yeah. You know, it's the mindset. Yeah. You're so right. Yes, love that. Um, what's been your hardest lesson in life? Can I do three? Yeah, do as many as you want. I've got three. I'll keep it short. <laughs> For those, of, I was trying to think of. I was like, oh my god, I've got three powerful words. Are the only ones, and they stick with me every day. Um, the first one, hardest lesson, is hurt people. Hurt people. Mm. Um. But the positive turnaround with that is that once you realize this and you reflect on even yourself and experiences that you've faced, um, it will kind of help shape the way that like you respond and you react to life in general. Um, I think it was a horrible lesson for me because I was also hurting people because Mm. I was hurt from other people. So the abuse, for example, Mm. that hurt me. So then I went rampage around hurting other people when I was younger, Mm. did my work. It's not a good work. Um, Mm. And that was a big lesson for me because like that's it. Once you realize then it ends up being a choice and then you're responsible for it. Um, And then also just seeing people hurt sucks, but yeah, that was one thing. Yeah. Um, The second one is you don't actually erase trauma. You just reduce the impact of it. Mm. I think honestly for years I would say so I just I kind of like clicked around all the stuff that had happened to me around 13 13 years old and then I felt like really sorry for myself um because obviously things were outside of my control but then I started yeah feeling sorry for myself I blamed myself and I started victimizing I sat and being a victim for about like four Mm. years and I realized no one's joining my pity party And even though I was having a lot of really good support, it was a choice I had to make to practice, like I talk about practicing um, the things that I learned to reduce the pain that I was feeling from all that trauma. Mm. So, yeah, because I think I've seen on social media sometimes is that, yes, healing's linear, but some people advertise literally that you can get over things like straight away or like, it mm-hmm. it just goes sometimes it actually mm-hmm. doesn't but like I said to you at the start you've got to um, use your obstacles to become opportunities and that's what yeah. I'm really passionate about doing um, where I use that as a tool 
help me better myself um, and to also hopefully help other people as well because I feel like when you're in a victim mentality of you do actually have every excuse to like fuck your life up to be honest yeah um, and it, and to an extent it is valid but for me I'm like why would I want to give that power to that person who hurt me yeah um and so instead of being like well it's over now I just it's just slowly reduced and now yes. I'm going to use it for, for what I want to do good in my life for kind of thing mm. And also it depends. So like I, with my life coach, right, her program Mm. is a 12 month program. I'm going on to like five years in it. And everyone's like, why are you doing (laughs) Like, why are you still there? And I'm like, because I overcome these things, right? I overcome certain things, but something else might trigger it. Something else later down the track, you know, like this year I thought I was good in all aspects and something from when I first ever started triggered something in me and I was like holy shit that's still so it's just like it gets turned down for a little bit of time but something else might come back and turn that shit back up so it's like yeah like you said it doesn't erase it just reduces and it might come back and it might go but that's the importance of having these tools that will help you um to get through this shit because yeah it doesn't it doesn't go exactly Oh, so good. And then the last one is, and it's a really hard lesson that I learned, is if you have a shit friends, you're going to have a really shit life. Yeah. So pick your friends wisely, please. Yes. Um, Have friends that absolutely love the shit out of you, that will support you and hype you up at whatever stage you're at in life. Mm. And also be okay when your friends go through like quiet seasons where they just need that silence. Cause that's yeah. normal. Yeah. Um, and yeah, cause I, I've just, I've had too many life lessons <laughs> where I've had really bad friends and I didn't know it at the time, or I'll just play kind of like oblivious, oblivious. Yeah. And I would just like literally gaslight myself. They wouldn't even have to do much. I would just get like, gaslight myself and to think, Oh, they're fine like this is yeah friendship mm. uh, no no tearing someone down for like no reason or mm. making lame ass jokes that aren't actually that funny about someone or your friends appearances they're not cool like yeah friends they have having better friends is like not better but having great friends is like the best yeah. I think the best gifts in life to be honest but yeah. I always think of that Pitbull song and he says, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yeah. Literally your friends. I'll show you your future. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, literally. Right. Yeah. Literally. I, I love that song. That's exactly what I was trying to be like more creative and elaborative about that. But that's exactly it. <laughs> no, yeah. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yeah. Um, so surrounding yourselves, like oh, one of my friends talked to me about how like she, feeds her delusions okay that sounds really wild but like if she thinks that she is top tier she's the best of the best she doesn't wait on us to hype her up she, yeah she hypes her up herself delusion is probably not the right word so if anyone can like comment i know i love that because i i'm the same like i'm like i need to be delusional like it's i tough. need to be yeah i'll be delusional <laughs> yeah I'll be step, step into that be delusional everything yeah. everyone thinks you're fucking incredible like and you yeah. think you're like I'm the main character the yeah <laughs> yeah you're the main character right <laughs> yeah and that's the whole thing that's why you can't shit on yourself when you're for example fluctuating in weight mm. you're growing because your body is going up and down and doing whatever it is because you're growing as a person like you can't shit on yourself so just yeah be delusional and guess like yeah. yourself to, no. <laughs> The success, no. yes, but everyone will catch up. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, everyone yeah. will catch up. Also, it's just you waste your own energy and time. You can't afford it. Like, like yeah. you mean to yourself. Can't afford to act like people. You know, like hate you when they don't and whatnot. Yeah, like what media says goes. It's not true. It's yeah. Not all true. yeah, yeah, it's not all true. Um, I think it goes back to like what you make it mean or um, you also said like what works for you do what works for you yes you have to just because my health journey is very odd and it's you know the deep brood of a lot of health issues because not 
always being fat is a health issue but my health issues like I'm insulin resist resistant and pre-diabetic and then along with learning about nutrition I have a lot of trauma to like let go Mm. in my body so it's a very different journey to like some people who don't resonate around having a lot of trauma that contributes to whatever yeah health issues or how they perceive themselves in terms of their like body image yeah so I think it's a um like you're clearly done the work on that as well and I think some people don't do like they don't go deep they don't realize that oh this might actually be something like what's the root of what what I'm getting yeah Yeah, what what is you know let's go deeper let's uh freaking what's the investigate like investigate how did I get here when was the first moment I felt this way when was the first moment I ate whatever and made myself feel sick or whatever it is um so it clearly shows that you've you've done the work um, and you're able to share that with us. Um, thank you so much. We have talked for a very long time and it's been freaking amazing. Wow, um, an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been such a pleasure to have you on. There's so much goodness um, in what you shared today and what you're doing in the world and taking action. Like that speaks my language. I love that you take action. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for being on and where can people find you as well? If they want to connect. I think Instagram is probably the, the easiest way to um, connect with me. So it's just Talita Kate is my handle. Yeah. Handle. I'll link it. I'll link it below and I'll link your podcast as well. Cause I think that'll be very helpful. Um, yeah, for I feel like a lot of women have mummy issues. I have mummy Absolutely. issues. Like, <laughs> so oh I feel like that helps as well. <laughs> but yeah, thanks so much for having for having me on. No, thanks so much for coming on. Oh, thanks for having for the me. <laughs> yeah, and for for blessing us. Thank you, girl. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. That was a whole bunch of fire, if I do say so myself. (laughs) If you love that episode as much as I did, please go and rate and review us. This helps us so much with getting our episodes out there. I would also love if you come over to Instagram at soextra.underscore underscore. Send me a DM. Tell me what you thought of this episode. Better yet, take a screenshot and tag us. Oh my gosh, that would mean the world to me. I appreciate you so much. And just a reminder, our episodes come out every Tuesday. Can't wait to talk to you then.